If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got a wholesome one. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with William Hill. This is Charlie Parsons for uh, Boxing Social. Sorry, go on. How are you, Eduardo? Very well. You're actually, I'll give you your props. I mean, I don't know about the sweat patches. Yeah, Not the best. Humid. You run today. You're just sweating. Never a good sign. But I actually think today... Do you know why today works? Because you're not actually trying that hard. No, I've just got a little subtle thing. Yeah, I mean, it's still got that Gucci chain that you either won in a competition or bought on a beach somewhere in the Mediterranean. But, you know, on we go. But, uh, yeah, I think, you, I think you look well. You actually look quite... No, not really the shoes, but you actually look quite cool today. Like, Thank you, mate. I've got something quite wholesome, actually. I said to you before the start of the interview, it's A-level results day today. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, I did my first ever press conference, Smith Fowler, now, this isn't actually the Parsons trumpet and look at me, I've done so well. Actually, I want to thank you because over two years, you've not had to give me the access you have. We've got on like a house on fire, which has helped, had some great moments. But two years in, I had the offer to go to university post A-levels, decided not to go with it. I'm here now, I would say probably the right decision. Yeah, and why don't we just make this the Charlie Parsons show? Me, 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 me. <laughs> Two years ago, I did this. Oh, look at me now. Oh, I'm not saying I made the right decision, but didn't I make the right decision? But thank you, Charlie, for just bringing me up in within that self-praising exercise for you. He's actually saying thank you. Oh, well, thank you. So your first show was Smith Fowler? Well, that was my first press conference yeah. and then first matchroom show, yeah. Two years ago. Well done, boy. Thank you, mate. You've grafted. And I think the main thing is, not only have you grafted, but you've actually, you've just been persistent. You've annoyed people, you, and you're still doing that today. So well done. I've seen your interviews, because I look at our numbers, continue to rise. I think you're a massive ac asset for Boxing Social. Make sure they reward you sufficiently for that, those services. And uh, I think now, you are, you know, who knows how long you're gonna do this for. But if you go and do this for another seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, you may establish yourself as one of the key players of British boxing media, and you're only a baby. Congratulations. 
What nice words to start the interview. Eddie, thank you very much. Yeah, I know, more like it. Uh, we're here, Birmingham, next gen, your five frank. It's the shortest train journey I've ever had to take to a fight week. Me, me, me. Me, me, me. <laughs> um, excited for the Galawia fight. I hear tickets are doing really yeah. well. Um, I was just speaking to Sol. He says he had to ask for even more mm. tickets. That's always a good sign when coming to a, a newish place, right? Yeah, you know, Birmingham, Birmingham is weird selling tickets. You actually don't sell that many at the box office but the fighters sell a lot of tickets, right? So when you've got like, you know, everyone's doing three or 400, I think Ibrahim has done 500 with JK, like all of a sudden that comes up to 4,000. You're thinking, fine, it's only a next gen. You know, I mean, these shows are designed to give our younger talent the opportunity to showcase themselves under pressure, under the bright lights, later on in the, on the fight card. Galalia fight, I think, is one of the best prospects in world boxing. Um, and I think that obviously this fight, is a good opportunity for him to fight a domestic fight against someone that's really going to come and try and win the fight, but show his levels. And I only see him as two or three fights away from a world title. In the division, you're talking about Jesse Rodriguez, Julio Cesar Martinez, Sonny Edwards. But he's sparred a lot of those guys, you know, and he thinks he can beat them. But he's just going to need that championship experience over the next 10 to 12 months. And honestly, then he'll be ready. Um, moving forward, uh, Anthony Joshua off the back of last week. Um, now you've had a little bit of time to sort of reflect and look back. I know that there were meetings held yesterday, which we'll go into, but big one-punch KO. Uh, moving forward, did you like to see him sort of put his punches together a little bit more? Yeah, maybe. I think it's difficult when you've got five days' notice against a tall, rangy opponent. Like, and there's a lot on the line. You know, in every interview, it's like, wow, if you, lost, if you lose to Hellenius, your career's over. So you are probably going to be a little bit more careful. I think if he can be a little bit more aggressive with the style that he's adopted, with the way he's improved his feet, his movement, his defence, his distance, I think he's going to be, you know, it's difficult to say unbeatable, but I think he beats everyone. I've always thought that. I'm so confident he beats Deontay Wilder. And I, the, see, the thing is about Deontay Wilder, who I like, by the way, and I think he's a really dangerous heavyweight, but there isn't much substance to his resume or his wins. And it's like... You're really making AJ that big an underdog. You know, it's one round fight. It's like, really? So tell me Deontay Wilder's wins. And I keep saying it. Like, the only win on his resume is Luis Ortiz, who is aging, right, and was winning the fight first time and won every round in the second fight until he got knocked out. That's his only win of anyone you can say is a legitimate top 10 heavyweight in a weird way would you I get what you're saying resume no 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 I get no I get your point so tell me any tell me Deontay Wilder's top 10 wins like Luis Ortiz and that that's it do you argue that the third Fury fight given what happened in the second Fury fight is? I know it's like you, you get no points for second best but given Fury being the best in the division and the performance Wilder went and put in when everyone wrote him off he put in a better performance in the second fight does that yeah, but he lost, he got knocked out. I mean, he can punch. But I'm not saying he's not good. And I'm not saying he can't, you know, he's not dangerous. He's all of those things. But you can't look at who AJ's beaten and who Wilder's beaten and just say that's a one-round fight. I mean, it's bizarre. And when, I, when AJ beats Deontay Wilder, I will play this back and say, I told you. You know, if he don't, this is going to be a mare. But just putting that out in the end. But I, I truly believe AJ beats Wilder. Don't get me wrong. Wilder can knock anybody out. But I, I see us as a big favourite in that fight. Uh, Alicia Baumgartner, uh, we saw the statements come out yesterday. The test is 
Mester, I don't even know why I try and read these out. You can go and have a look online if you want to see what the substance is. Um, do you have any more comment yesterday since the statement? A little bit disappointing? Yeah, always disappointing. Look, it's a nightmare for Matrim, it's a nightmare for Alicia, it's a nightmare for boxing. Um, and, you know, I've spoken to her. Obviously, she passed an earlier test. She also passed the test a couple of days later on fight night. She's protesting her innocence. She says she doesn't understand it. And now she's going to have to go through that process to prove her innocence. You know, we'll support her in any way uh, possible. We hope, of course, she's innocent. But we also have to respond to the adverse finding. We found this out the weekend. Of course, the governing bodies, the commission were all notified. Um, and ultimately, we needed to allow Alicia to get herself in a... We know this situation is confidential, but once you tell the governing bodies, they're then going to tell the media. So you get to a situation where you know the information's going to come out at some point. Um, yeah, a nightmare, in all honesty. But we have to deal with it. And it looks like the governing bodies are already going through that process of dealing with it. Um, how can a test be completed on the 12th of the 7th, I believe three or four days before the fight, with no result until the 12th of the 8th? Uh, it was nine days to get to the lab and 30 days for the result. We know that before you were a little bit upset with uh, drug-free sport uh, because of the Cordina. Rakimov, Rakimov was just allowed to go UCAD. with no test yeah, post. UCAD. Okay, you can. Um, but this was also with drug-free sport. A little bit more questioning as to why it's not being done it's very, sooner? It's very standard. Actually, when there's a positive test, Having spoke to Drug Free Sport yesterday, Kevin Rooney did, who handles that testing on, on behalf of Matrim's relationship with Drug Free Sport. When there's a positive test, I believe that sample is then that retested to confirm that. Do you understand? So I think that's part of the delay. I checked across the VADA, um, something called a chain of command. So when you take a sample, the whole process from when that is taken to its trip to the laboratory to that process is recorded and that has been sent to Matrim as well. VADA looking at some of the collections particularly from the Anthony Joshua and Dillian White fight same kind of time to test the sample normally their results come back in about three weeks this I believe is just under four weeks and a little bit longer probably because it was a positive test and in all honesty probably because it was post fight so there's less urgency. And I've seen some people online say, saying, oh, she went into the fight. Uh, obviously, if you're testing three days before the fight, it is impossible to get those, uh, under the, the VADA process, under the drug-free sport program, to get those results before then, especially on fight night. You know, if you want to have that attitude, what's the point in testing on fight night? The fights already take place. Because we need to see the results and we need to make sure that it puts people off using performance-enhancing drugs. So the time period was probably a few days longer than a traditional VADA, not in terms of the collection to test, but in terms of the results. And I would presume that's because it was a positive sample and they probably retested the sample to check that before sending the official chain of command and all the scientific analysis from the laboratory, which is the same laboratory as VADA in Salt Lake City. Okay, lastly from me, uh, I can't not ask you, we've just seen the breaking news that uh, the appeal for Conor Ben's case is going on. They have launched the appeal. I believe that they had one or two more days left to do it within the sort of time slot they were given. I think you said to Gareth A. Davies on Tuesday on the Boxing Social podcast, shout out, um, that you expected an appeal. It's now officially being launched. Does this hinder the fact that I think he was looking to fight 30th of September? What's the process now moving yeah, I mean, forward? Look, it's disappointing. I feel like he's gone through every process that's been asked of him. Um, the board left it till the last day or two days before to appeal. 
again. Um, he's got to go through this process again. I believe he'll win again. But I expected it, as I said. You know, I, I, nothing surprises me at the moment with the process. It's another fight he's got to win. We expect him to win. He can fight now. He has an international license. He can ask for permission to box in the UK. He's not suspended by UK. I don't believe they can stop him. It would be a strange move to not allow him to fight in the UK, but he could also fight in America now. He's not suspended by UCAD. He's not suspended by the British Boxing Board of Control. But I don't think this process is one of, of huge length. So we'll get with the team tomorrow. We've got a meeting and then we'll look at the process. But just another small fight to win in the Conor Ben journey. Why do you believe they've left it so late to lodge the appeal? No comment. Oh, that's like the first no comment I've ever got off you, Ed. Like, you don't even need me to answer that question. <laughs> I do for clickbait. Eduardo, thank you very much for your time. We look forward to catching up tomorrow at the Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.